I am convinced that the Republican and Democrat parties are led by disembodied spirits of the Nephilim who are called demons. They play the roles of good cop and bad cop. Their father is a fallen angel called a devil. Father, you alone are God and King. Deliver us, our King and our Savior, from the evil and deception of our day that is led by demons who oppose you with all of their might. Our strength is in you. May we walk in the light of your truth and discernment today for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Numbers chapter 16, beginning in verse 12 through 13, And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, which said, We will not come up. It is a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of a land that floweth with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us. Which brings me to the MAGA King, which is the title of today's episode number 133, MAGA King. And I will begin with this. You can keep your MAGA King because Christ is my king, period. Christ is my king. As Donald J. Trump posts memes of himself being the MAGA king, he also posted yesterday, why are we giving more than $40 billion to Ukraine while Europe, by comparison, is giving very little? And they are greatly more impacted by a Russian invasion, obviously, than the U.S. He says, I made NATO rich by getting European nations to pay up. Most were delinquent and either not paying or paying much less than they agreed to get. He says, get Europe and others to finally pay their fair share. China and others is smiling all the way to the bank. So, former President Trump, you made NATO rich, you say. I find that very interesting. And all I can say, my friends, is what in the literal hell? All I could say is that you are blind if you're not putting all of this together. Is it a coincidence that I also read in a Gab Trends article, CTV News says that the Holocaust denial is going to be outlawed in Canada. Can you imagine if Christians outlawed the denial of the crucifixion of Christ? All I know is that these audacities are like flies on doo-doo. Which brings us to our reading in Romans chapter 16, verse 17 through 18. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. And I, can, I wish I could say that their speeches were fair. They fall way short of any type of speech standard as far as I'm concerned. And people still drool all over it. Andrew Torba posted on Gab, we know. Nice to see you admit it. He's replying to an Alex at Jewish Wonk on Twitter. And... This Alex is replying to David Dovid Bashevik as 
he quotes a Michael Savage who had mentioned the Pharisees. And so this got Alex a little upset. He says, for Christians who were unfamiliar, the Pharisees were the faction that rabbinic Judaism of today stems from. When you use it as a pejorative, you are not insulting some historical abstraction. You are attacking us. Please consider using another phrase. I can't make this stuff up. Now, to use the word Pharisee is to be anti-Semitic. The list just keeps growing and growing and growing. Along with the Jab Father's buffoonery. Rick P. on Gab says, For some, yes, America was a great nation once because we were founded on God. And America was dedicated to God by our founding president. There's nothing wrong with hope in that being restored. He says, Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that we can be restored and how to do it. Maybe if you say hope in a man, Trump is a false God, you would be more accurate. But MAGA in itself is an idea, not a persona. But even that becomes an idol for some. I get it. This world and its inhabitants are getting farther and farther from God. But it's not a surprise to God. He said it would come. It is written that if God had not shortened the time, no one would be saved. Not even the very elect. That includes you. The keys to God's heart are sincerity, honesty, and humility. Humility being the greatest. You must judge in righteousness, but do not condemn, or you may also be condemned. Watch, therefore, that you do not become vain in your understanding. And my brother here has made some very valid points. And my heart is with what he has said because our path is a difficult one. The path is narrow and the way is difficult. But vanity does not despise the opposite of such. For there is no vanity to be on the path to God, to be found on this path. You have to get off the path in order to steep yourself in the stench pools of vanity. And I do not condemn anyone, for it is not my power to do so, because I too was condemned without Christ. It is the word of God that condemns, and it is the same word that I preach, the same word that also saves, the same word that saved me. Numbers 16.28, and Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord hath sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. It is not my mind that I speak to you today. I seek the mind of Christ, period. And when I do not, God convicts my heart through the blessed Holy Spirit, and I must repent. All I know is this, my friends. If you are approved in Christ, you are approved by the King, and I salute you. Romans 16.10, salute Apelles, approved in Christ. Salute them, which are of Aristobulus' household. And if you are in Christ, and if you are in the King, you are forgiven, and I am forgiven. In this, we praise the living God for, and this is the reason that I have peace today, that I can preach this same word with the boldness by the power of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 38, 17, Behold, for peace I had great bitterness, but thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption, for thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back.
seems that Galatians 4.16 on Gab understands this forgiveness. I appreciate this young lady's discernment and spiritual insight. She says, America was founded on a spirit of rebellion. And it is well known that many of the founding fathers, including George Washington, were actually high-level Freemasons. Modern America today is almost certainly the new Babylon as well. But of course, God has infinite mercy. And there are true professing Christians in America. But many Christians are lukewarm. Again, this is very great insight and discernment from a young lady in Christ. And I'll tell you this, my friends. Women have great roles that are to be highly respected within the church of God. Romans 16, 1-2, I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church, which is at Centria, that you receive her in the Lord as become of saints, and that you assist her in whatsoever business she hath need of you. For she hath been a succourer of many, and of myself also. Never underestimate the spiritual gifts of a woman as she applies it by faith to the kingdom and to kingdom service. And while such women of the faith are underestimated, the American people are overestimating the political parties of our country, the two-party system, the Republicans and Democrats. I'm convinced, as I said in the opening, that the Republicans and Democrat parties are led by the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, who are called demons. It is clear that they play the roles of good cop and bad cop as their agendas are accomplished. The Antichrist agenda is accomplished at the will of their father, who is ultimately Satan. Get 72 says, I think you're on to something, but let's not give anyone a hall pass. All have the power of repentance. The devil made me do it is no more valid in this life than it will be in the next. <laughs> Absolutely, Tomcat. And this hall pass is Jesus Christ the Lord. And the, his repentance is a gift. And he is not in my power to give. Nor is it in my power to give anyone repentance. That's something that is given by God and, and is accepted by man. And America is without excuse and will be without excuse without Christ. I saw a Twitter post by LifeNews.com that says Joe Biden ordered his administration to do everything possible to promote and fund abortions. But he doesn't even know who's in charge of handling the baby formula crisis. Well, LifeNews.com, the same people handling, and I'll put that in quotes, the baby formula crisis are the same people handling the promotion and funding of abortions. Why? Because they're all led by the same demons. Now, there are three types of people in this world. There are sinners who are saved by grace, who never negotiate with demons. Then there are sinners who boast they are sinners, who have sold their souls to sinners. And then there's sinners who project that they are or not sinners, deceiving their own selves by the same demons who they claim do not even exist in their, in their lives or claim that they do not have control of their lives. So what is the most dangerous of the three? I would say the person who, does, who claims that he's not a sinner and that he's not influenced by demons. 
when he is a sinner who is influenced by demons and doesn't even know it. At least the sinner who boasts their sinners knows that they're, they, they have sold their souls. And that's why I agree with Andrew Torba. He's been going round and round on Gab with the MAGA crowd and their unconditional defense of Donald J. Trump. No matter what he does, he could do no wrong. And that is why I know that MAGA is a demonic false god and I only have one word and that is repent. Christ killers suck on Gab. He says that the hierarchy in the church of Satan goes as follows. A registered member is known as a no degree. An active member is a Satanist first degree, which warlock is second degree, priestess, priest, third degree, magistra, magister is fourth degree, and maga, magus is fifth degree. Maga is the highest level of a Satanist in the church of Satan. Melanie says, yes, what is eye-opening is how many who say they are Christians are worshiping at the MAGA altar. Gabber at Tim Crew says, I agree that MAGA is a demonic false god. I'm also concerned about the America first demonic false god. And I agree, brother. I agree because it's Christ first for me. I am a Christ supremacist. I am a kingdom nationalist. And I say, Put away all of these false gods. It almost seems that we're at the point in time where the attempt to reason with anyone through this strong delusion is almost as if it were hopeless. And it would be hopeless if it wasn't for the light of the gospel. And I pray that it will shine unto many. Because if it does not, if the light of the gospel does not open their eyes, our reasoning will not do it. They will remain blinded in their sin and condemned as the word of God states. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. And all I know is this, my friends, the judges are coming. And yes, I said judges in the plural form. I continue to read the book Fall unto Sons of God in Nephilim. And the author questions the translation of Elohim in English as the judges is translated as such. But I do not. You want to know why? Because I believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The judges are coming. And Christians, without these judges, you are doing nothing. You will never take back politics if you can't even take back the church. Get our churches back, Christians. And then the politics will fall into place. Return unto the congregation of God. Put away your antichrist kings. Number 1650. And Aaron returned unto Moses unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and the plague was stayed. We have a choice. We have a will, my friends. You either choose the dead or you choose the living. Verse 48, number 16, and he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. Colleen replies, laws don't stop immoral, godless people from committing crimes. Knowing the difference between right and wrong and having good moral values and true faith. Understanding personal responsibility 
and understanding our place in life and stepping up when we follow each other. Instead of God, we are the blind leading the blind. Too many people are unsure about what the Bible says or what we can learn from it. Too many men who should be the strong leaders in community and family are lost and struggling to know who they are. They should be leaders. They are beaten down and thrown away by women who claim to be strong and independent but are just as lost because the roles they take are not natural for them and they are missing the love and support of a good man. They are lost and hurting. Children are left to their own devices and are allowed to make choices that they are too young to make. They are not being allowed to grow naturally and they are not protected and nurtured with faith and a strong but loving hand. They are few and fewer examples for them to follow. As a society, we are lost and it will take a long time for strong Christian leaders and values to bring us back to God, but it isn't impossible and we have to pray for guidance and be open to the answer that only God can give. Politics is an ugly and corrupt place. And it takes a really strong person to weather it and stay the course. So we need to support and pray for those who are brave enough to go there. God bless them and strengthen them. For those who make it, no doubt, I pray for them. And I pray that once again, maybe this country will see godly leaders put in place once again. But right now, I believe we are getting what we get because of where we're at as sinners who have defied the living God. Therefore, we're getting sinners who defy him to rule us. Peter Crosby says, wait, do you mean to tell me having open lesbian bishops and homosexual priests flying the rainbow flag, performing and assisting suicide on the altar and supporting abortion rights aren't spiritual qualities of a Christian church? He says, yes, I belong to a church with all those values. The Episcopal Church of America, he says, they are spiritual. The only problem is that they are spiritually demonic. We must take back our church as Christ friends if we're going to do anything for this country. If there's going to be any hope for these for this country, our men must discover who they are in Jesus Christ. Exodus Homestead says we need men like you in office who will go. And I replied to Exodus Homestead and simply said, I am in office already, my friend. The kingdom office of a wilderness preacher, preaching repentance and preparing the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ our Lord. Exodus Homestead says that's the biggest issue with the world. All people on fire for God refuse to take dominion of their country, so they work on the Great Commission while letting demons rule instead of casting them out and saving those who the demons misled with man's laws, just stating a fact, I love you, brother. <laughs> well, my friend, I do not refuse to take dominion. That's where you're mistaken. Christ refuses to take dominion within this country at this point, but his dominion is coming. He has turned this nation over to a reprobate mind for judgment. Read Romans chapter 1. And if he does choose to do so, Take dominion soon. Guess what? If he calls me to fight, I've been well trained to do so. And that is a fact, my brother, and I love you the same. And speaking of a kingdom office, we read in Numbers 16.9, Seemeth but a small thing unto you, that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them. I have been separated 
for this purpose, and that is to preach the word of God. And the day of separation is near, my friends, of verse 21. Separate yourselves from among this congregation that I may consume them in a moment because our congregations have been consumed, which there is Antichrist. And pretty soon, God's going to tell the remnant, step aside. My judgment is here. Why is God's judgment so near? The problem is, is that the church has touched too many of the wicked things. Verse 26. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sins. And I'm here to tell you, this is a fire that you do not want to play with, my friend. Verse 35. And there came out a, a fire from the Lord, and consumed the 250 men that offered incense. So continue to offer incense to your mega kings and you are playing with fire. And this fire is going to rain down by the wrath of Almighty God. Neither you accept the offering of Christ or you will become an offering in hell. Verse 38, the censors of these sinners against their souls, let them make them board plates for a covering of the altar. For they offer them before the Lord, therefore they are hallowed. And they shall be a sign unto the children of Israel. My friends, it is time to seek the mind of Christ, not our own mind. Because nothing else matters but the will of God. Our minds will deceive us and others every single time. We must seek the mind of Christ. We must pray in all things, knowing that the Lord has our best interest at heart for his honor and glory. We read of Hezekiah. In Isaiah 38, 1 through 5, in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall, and he prayed unto the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I walk before thee in truth, and with a perfect heart have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days fifteen years. When is the last time that our leaders in this country have sought the Lord in the same manner? Turning our faces to the wall, praying unto the Lord with tears. Yet we see the exact opposite as those who were swallowed up by the earth in judgment, who erroneously called themselves the people of God, and they were false accusers, verse 41. But on the morrow, all the congregation, the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, false accusers, saying, you have killed the people of the Lord. And the day is near, my friends where the earth will open itself up once again and swallow up all of these false accusers. And the church of Almighty God will parade knowing that it has already won. We have the victory in Jesus Christ, Romans 16, 20. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. And it's this knowledge that brings great song to my heart. 
Not the inconsistencies of a MAGA king, but the consistency of Christ. Psalm 133. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even of Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirt of his garments, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descendeth upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. I pray that this episode of Gospeled was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.